Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. Today, we're going to talk about how Battlefield 2042 is the lowest rated Battlefield game, the revelation that the Steam Deck is not going to have any exclusives on its console, and is the Game Awards going to have one of the biggest announcements and game showcases of 2021? This is the Culture Jack News Desk. This is the Culture Jack News Desk. I nailed it. Nailed it on the first try. I didn't even have to try that intro multiple times. You can believe me because I am a professional who has a podcast. And so, I mean, I guess that's not a good reason to believe me. You could, you can believe me because of the, the honesty and the openness and the transparency of our time together on this podcast. It has been a week. Let me tell you, it's been last week. I, if you listened to the broadcast last week, I talked about how difficult it was to record an entire podcast with your mouth full of canker sores. And I realize now in hindsight, as I'm thinking about it, maybe not a lot of people are familiar with, with canker sores. And so what canker sores are, I don't exactly know what canker sores are, but uh, they are little sores that you get in your mouth. And for me, I have gotten these ever since I was a child. And I, I seem to notice a, uh, an inflammation of these sores in your mouth, not in your mouth, in my mouth. I don't notice the sores in your mouth. It's hardly noticeable. Your makeup covers it fine. I notice the sores in my mouth more often when I eat a lot of sugary food, when I uh, drink a lot of sugary drinks, then I notice that, I, I don't know, it does something to, th to throw off the pH balance in my maw that just, it makes these little sores pop up. And typically they are, you know, on the, on the lip near the gum line, uh, but oftentimes they are rubbing right up against a tooth. And so they, they can become very painful. And so the, the canker sores have largely subsided from last week. Thank you. I appreciate all of your concerns, all of your well wishes, but now I have these dangerously chapped lips and I don't know what is going on. I recently went on vacation. I went to Hawaii for my first time ever. I was very excited about that. Me and the family went and the only reason I can think that I'm having all of these problems now, I, I got a horrific sunburn in Hawaii that I am still facing the ramifications of to this day with my, my back shedding off all of its skin. And I, I just, am I lamenting the fact that my back is going to be itchy now for the rest of my life? Do I have skin cancer is a good question. My wife asked that question actually uh, about her sunburn, not about mine. She could care less about my skin cancer. Uh, no, it, like I can only think that all of these uh, maladies, all of these uh, anguishes that I'm going through right now are a result of the vacation that I went on, albeit a good vacation in its own right. One that has now burdened me with all, <laughs> all of this injustice that I'm facing currently. But you didn't come here to hear my woes. Uh, you came here to talk about video games and video game news. Now, before I kick off the show proper, 
Uh, welcome to the Culture Jack Podcast. Welcome to the News Desk. This is a show that we do every Thursday where we talk about uh, video game news and events and then video games in general. We just kind of have a good conversation about video games. Usually, I think they're good, but I am a very biased person because I'm the only one here having the conversation, though I am doing my very best to imagine you on the other end of those earphones, those headphones, uh, taking in all of this and then responding to me in a way that I think you would respond though we haven't met, we haven't met, or maybe we have met. That was too much. My, my, uh, my voice just about gave out, gave out on that one. What am I talking about? What are we talking about? Oh yes. Before I forget, before I get into the show, welcome to the show. Um, if you like it, you know, do the things that, you know, leave a thumbs up, just give us a review, that sort of thing. But, uh, before I forget Anthony, Anthony, if you're listening, I'm going to say this now, so you don't necessarily need to listen to the end of the show as you, you get my voice enough in our, you know, weekly conference calls and our, uh, <laughs> our collaborations. But if you do want to listen to the end of the show, that'd be great. I mean, you're kind of my uh, co-conspirator, my co-host on this thing. You should probably be supporting at least your teammate in listening to his entire podcast. But if you don't, that's fine. That's why I'm saying it now. Anthony, I, I, the thing that you told me today, uh, about your great fortune and your video game acquisition, I know you do not do exclusively video game content like I do here on Thursday on Sunday, you do the weekend wire with movie news and on Monday, typically you're talking about something that's interested uh, you for the moment. So I am going to implore you, sir, that if perhaps on Monday or perhaps on Sunday, you can talk about the thing that you did and your intention with the thing that you did, because I want you to have the opportunity to out yourself to our friends and family, our, our listeners of culture jacked before I get the opportunity to do as such. So this is your one, one warning, sir. You may uh, <laughs> confess your sins on your side of the podcast. Anyway, that's all I'll say about that. Why don't we get into the news? All right. First bit of news is Halo Infinite news. Now, I, I got Halo Infinite. Uh, as soon as I got back from vacation, I downloaded it. I, I probably missed the first week, week and a half of Halo Infinite, but I have been playing it for the last three or four days. And I'm in love, man. This game is so addicting and it's so good. And it, and it, it, it pumps me full of that nostalgia that I had a lot of the time when playing Halo 3 and then playing Halo 5 with Anthony. Anthony and I played a little bit of Halo 5. Uh, I don't know what it is about Halo. I know in other games and, you know, not, not to talk bad about other first-person shooter games, but in other games like a Call of Duty or an Apex Legends, if you get the drop on someone, if you sneak up on someone, they're dead. You, you can put enough bullets in them to kill them right away that you can get the drop on them easy. In Halo, and, and this is one of the chief complaints from uh, primarily PC players and Call of Duty players that are playing Halo right now, they say that the time to kill, the TTK, is too high in Halo right now that it takes forever to put someone down. 
And so in Halo, though, I love that about it because you can get a couple shots put into the back of your head by an opponent that you did not know was there and still have enough time to whip around, duck around a corner, dodge behind a, a box to avoid death and then turn it around on them. So even though the game itself, the movement, the gunplay is maybe a little slower than these other games, I believe there is still, there's like a, there's like a huge amount of skill that goes into actually putting down your opponent in this game. I mean, you know, PC players will talk about auto aim and other things too that, that supposedly plagued the game, but I'm having a wonderful time with the game. Anyway, uh, this first news article was just about Halo Infinite, and I got this from Gaming Bolt, as I often do. Halo Infinite will add new weapons over time, more content each season. Uh, and this is coming from the 343 Industries head of creative, Joseph Statton, and it was with an interview with Game Informer, or for Game Informer, that he said... Um, Oh, he fielded a question about whether fans had seen everything that the game's armor had to offer. And his response was, quote, the answer is a resounding no, you have not. And he said it's a pretty safe bet that more weapons would be added over time. And they uh, they talked about different guns. And he said, you know, if I told you it wouldn't be secrets now, would they? Um, let's see. Halo Infinite is uh, getting a new season in May. And the campaign is coming, uh, when is the campaign coming? December 8th. So we're just six days shy of the campaign. And then Forge Mode is also coming in 2022, summer of 2022. And then Campaign Co-op is going to be coming in May as well. Improving the capture and share experience is definitely a priority for us, says Xbox's Jason Ronald. Um, and what, what was he, he was speaking as a guest in the recent iron Lords podcast. He had said that quote, I will definitely say that game DVR is the one area, the capture and share experience that I wish we were able to make more progress on, uh, this year than we were, were able to, it's definitely a priority for us. We definitely hear the feedback. We have made some changes and we have made some improvements to the reliability and quality of the captures, but we know we still have work to do there. Uh, so that is definitely a priority for us and something we're going to continue to, iter re or to iterate on, not reiterate on. I definitely message heard, and like I said, it's definitely an area which we were able to do uh, more progress this year than we did, but it will definitely be a priority in 2022. The game capture on Xbox is not bad. But it only goes back, I think, five minutes of gameplay. Ideally, I would like to have a game capture that would go back, shoot, like 15 minutes. Like a 15-minute DVR would be great because that is the time for most online multiplayer matches in most competitive multiplayer games. And I find myself desiring a clip from maybe, I don't know, the, the beginning of a match of Halo or of Fortnite or of Apex Legends that I just don't have access to anymore. It just shows, you know, the last two minutes where I was getting completely bodied by a group of nine-year-olds, and that's not what I want. I want to show you how great I did for, you know, a couple, two and a half seconds where I got that lucky shot. That's what I want to show you. But that was at the beginning of the match, so hopefully they do uh, improve upon that. Uh, quote, Cyberpunk 2077 will be perceived as a very good game in the long run, 
So says CD Projekt Red, the developers of uh, Cyberpunk 2077. And that was said by CD Projekt uh, President Adam Kaczynski. And he also reiterated the Action RPGs patch 1.5 and PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S versions will arrive in the first quarter of next year. So that's good to know. Uh, also, probably in the same interview, he said the there's a new AAA Cyberpunk and Witcher game uh, beginning development in 2022. Uh, so that's that's good news. I mean, The Witcher 3 is also getting a next generation update where it includes, I, I shoot, it's just upscaled, I think, maybe. I don't think it's like a huge graphical improvement, but it's just like another another layer of spit and polish on it. Not spit and polish, polish and, and shine. Polish and shine. We'll go with polish and shine unless... That's kind of your thing. Maybe that's your kink. Maybe you like a little spit in your shine or spit in your polish. I don't even remember what I said. I started playing The Witcher 3, the last generation, and I played it for, shit, maybe an hour, maybe hour and a half. And what I found was that the menus were so tiny. The words uh, were so tiny and hard to read that I didn't continue. Now you can call me old man. You can call me a boomer and you can say, Hey, look, old man, why don't you play some, some games that you don't need your eyes for as well? Maybe some candy crush would suit you, sir. Maybe some angry birds would suit you, sir, sir. I'm sorry. These chat lips are killing me and I'm choosing the most difficult word combinations as well. I don't know why I'm doing that. Head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, says that Psychonauts 2 is probably his game of the year. That's high praise uh, for the uh, Double Fine produ produced Psychonauts 2. Now, I played a little bit of it. I played a... No, I didn't play a little bit of it. I downloaded the original Psychonauts because I wanted to play that first before I played Psychonauts 2. But I didn't, I didn't get very far. Older games are hard to play. I talked about that last week, how... You know, things just look rough around the edges. The gameplay has has improved in games since. Um, so it's just kind of tricky for me. I'll get around to it, especially if Phil Spencer's back in it. You know, he's my bro. We uh, we went to college together. Star Citizen crowdfunding has almost hit a whopping four hundred ten million dollars <sighs> for a game that has been in production for years at this point. And there's uh, many, many people that have been calling star citizen, a scam. Uh, people are just giving their money to this company with no product uh, to its name. So I guess it's just going to continue. People have faith in this project and I hope they see something out of it. I hope it comes to fruition, but maybe, maybe it won't. Who knows? $410 million. There's a AAA Marvel MMORPG confirmed to be in development at Dimensional Inc. Studios, same folks that were behind the DC Universe online. And I don't know how good a game that is, but I'm not a real World of Warcraft player or a Final Fantasy XIV player. The Game of War, Game of Wards, the Game of Wards, the Game Awards 2021 will have some quote really good surprises. Jeff Keeley said. Now he also said. In another headline that I saw that there is a game that is going to be a world premiere at this year's Game Awards, December 9th, that is one that has uh, been very, very tight-lipped, been very secretive 
for at least the last two and a half years. He said this announcement is two and a half years in the making. Now, I talked about it last week, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Beyond Good and Evil 2, there was that rumor that said that it was trapped in development hell, that it was being canceled, that it was being postponed, that it was being changed, it was being delayed, uh, and we haven't seen anything from it in a long time. I'm wondering, I'm wondering with this statement from Keeley, and then that supposed rumor has maybe forced the hand of some Ubisoft developer that says we need to show off this game. If it is Beyond Good and Evil 2, you owe me a dollar. You owe me a dollar for telling you the future. Gran Turismo 7 Racing Wheel by Fanatec starts at $700. I don't know who Fanatec is, but apparently it's the official direct drive wheel for Gran Turismo. And it promises the, quote, smoothest and most dynamic force feedback sensations. I know Anthony uh, likes to play these racing games. We've talked about it before. He's talked about it on the podcast. Hell, he talked about Forza Horizon 5 when he when he filled in for me a couple weeks ago here on the news desk. But I don't think he plays with a wheel. I have seen some of these guys on like Facebook videos and TikTok videos where they're doing like the long haul trucking simulator and they've got the wheel and they've got the shifter and the pedals and everything else. Um, They look like expensive setups. And I just, when it comes to, you know, driving games, typically I'm not a racing game kind of guy, but when it comes to those kind of games uh, or other games, I've found that I am not a huge fan of like simulator style games like Red Dead Redemption 2. Anthony and I just talked about this. Red Dead Redemption 2 is amazing in its scope and its quality and its majesty and its graphics and everything else. The sound design is wonderful. But man, when you go to loot a body, it sure takes a minute to loot through their clothes and find the things and then pull a can of soup off of the, the shelf and, you know, comb your brush your horse's mane. And it's just it's too much. It's too much simulation. And so if you're the kind of person that does these, you know, wheeled accessories, good on you, man. But I, it's not my cup of tea. There's a PlayStation controller for mobile gaming patent out by Sony. And it feels like every other time we are talking about a Sony patent of, of one, one thing or another. Uh, this one is a patent and it looks like it's just a DualShock controller that goes on the sides of the phone, at least uh, what what this patent picture looks like. Now, if you've seen the Backbone controller for the xCloud gaming that Microsoft did, I, I don't think they did the Backbone controller, but it's a controller almost specifically for that. Or no, maybe it's just for, for gaming in general. Anyway, it was being marketed heavily along with the xCloud stuff. And as far as we know, Sony does not have any x cloud style service where they can do mobile gaming but this could be an indication that they are moving into that market and like this article says um they just hired some dude who did they hire they hired former apple arcade head nicola sebastiani to head up playstation mobile and that's what a, a job listing from April 2021 also indicated that the company wanted to expand its, quote, game development from consoles and PCs to mobile and live services with a focus on successfully adapting PlayStation's most popular franchises for mobile. And so 
we could very well see a a move from Sony to expand into that market. Uh, maybe very soon even. Who knows? Maybe that's the big announcement at the Game Awards that we're going to get. The Xbox Series S dominates Black Friday sales at U.S. retail. Uh, so apparently it beat out the Xbox Series X, the PlayStation 5, and the Switch OLED. Xbox has an intriguing cloud gaming news to share soon, and this is a, a rumor. I don't know what that means. I don't know what intriguing cloud gaming news means. Why did I even include that? Battlefield 2042 currently has the series' lowest Metacritic score to date. It's not doing well. I heard another one about Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh, I think I got a Call of Duty Vanguard uh, thing in here. Battlefield 2042, for all intents and purposes, looks like a marvelous game. And it was one that I was very interested in this last summer at E3. I was like, this, is, this game looks great. I cannot wait to play. However... This is a time of year where we have so many good games and so many good first-person shooter games to include Halo Infinite. I cannot get enough of this game. There is no way I'm going to spend what little gaming time I have playing a first-person shooter other than Halo Infinite. Apex Legends is making a huge resurgence right now, and that could be part of blowback from Activision Blizzard lawsuits and stuff, with Call of Duty being, of course, you know, one of those games, and people moving on to support a gaming developer that is, I don't know, maybe maybe treats its workers a little more fairly, or at least in the perception of the public, in the in the public's eye. And, you know, that's not to say that gamers <laughs> traditionally are super altruistic people, but maybe they found like a, a moral, a moral place to stand on this one. It's a shame though, that battlefield 2042, because I want to see one of these big high population uh, multiplayer first person shooter games do well. And I'm not talking about the battle Royales guys get off my ass about that. I'm not talking about Fortnite, apex legends, PUBG. I'm talking about, team-based, you know, a battlefield, a warring side against a warring side, 32 players on each, even though big team battle on Halo Infinite's been scratching that itch for me at least a little bit. Uh, Call of Duty, Vanguard's Champion Hill disabled on Xbox Series X and S due to crashes. Now, I, I just, I screen capped this article, not so I could talk about it. I don't, I don't care about Champion Hill. But I screen capped this article so I could talk about Call of Duty Vanguard because I saw another article or story or announcement or someone was talking about it that Call of Duty Vanguard is not doing as well even among Call of Duty players. And I can't remember what the reason they said for that was. And it could just be the heavy saturation of first-person shooters that we're getting this time of year because, like I said, there are a lot. Steam Deck won't have any exclusive titles. Uh, quote, no, that doesn't make much sense to us. It's a PC, and it should just play P games like a PC, said Valve regarding its interest in exclusives. That's kind of a breath of fresh air, um, and I kind of a, a place that I wish we could get to with Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo. I'd love to see developers just spend time making games and not worrying about licensing and exclusivity and shit like that 
where we could have and play the same game in a cross-platform kind of way, whether you have a PlayStation or an Xbox or a Nintendo. And so it is kind of a kind of a breath of fresh air to see that Steam Deck is just going to be the Steam Deck. And it's going to play the same kind of games that you can play on your Steam library anywhere else. Dying Light 2 Stay Human has gone gold. And what going gold means for the uninitiated is when a video game is ready to be published, it's ready to be put to market, it goes, quote, gold. And that's that's what it means. It means it is ready to go. It's good to go. And so an indicator that a game has gone gold is one that um, one that lets us, the consumer, know that, hey, this game is probably not going to be delayed. It's going to get out on time. Or in those cases where we don't maybe have a release date for a game, if it goes gold, we know that we can expect a release date or a release date announcement uh, coming soon. Everwild developer recruits Alien Isolation lead designer. That's Gary Knapper. He's joined Rare as a design director on upcoming action-adventure title Everwild. That one is, I think, the magic game. Like They were kind of like forest sprite people out there hanging out, healing, using magic in the, in the woods. It's interesting whenever you see an article like this, or you talk about a um, developer recruiting other developers or recruiting from other studios to help. We just had that crystal dynamics was recruited to help. What is the new Xbox (laughs) Xbox game studio studio that they just made for Xbox exclusives. I can't remember, but they're the ones working on Perfect Dark. And so they hired Crystal Dynamics. And so also when you hear about these things, you're like, hey, is there a problem with the production? Is something going on? Are they not meeting their deadlines? I I hope that's not the case. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Everwild. Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout won't launch for Switch and Xbox until 2022. Mediatonic says, quote, it's one of our top priorities in active development, and we can't wait to share more details with you in 2022. I'm very excited for that. I have it on my PlayStation 4. However, I would love to have it on my Xbox because the Xbox is my go-to console. It's the one that I have. And not to mention, the kids could play with me on the Nintendo Switch as well, and that'd be very, very fun. Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition physical release has been delayed on all consoles. Can we just take a moment and talk about that title for that game? We've had to talk about it for the last couple weeks on the Culture Jack news desk uh, in the lead up to it and the rumors and the leaks and then the the release where there was all the bugs and the glitches and the complaints and the response from the studio. And every time I have to say Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition, man, it's just so much. Why not just say Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy? Because we haven't had a Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy before. Or maybe, maybe we have. Oh, and last time I talked about this, they had <laughs> replaced this copy or replaced all of the other copies of these games, Grand Theft Auto 3, San Andreas, and the other one, Vice City. Uh, they've replaced all those original games with this definitive edition, but this definitive edition was filled with more bugs than those original games. And so it made it so players could only download what seemingly at the time was an inferior version 
of this product, but that's been delayed um, for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Series X to December 17th. And the Switch version is going to arrive sometime in early 2022, or so it says. Final Fantasy XIV developer warns of, quote, a high likelihood of server server congestion when Endwalker launches. Endwalker is a Final Fantasy XIV DLC. And, a, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are playing Final Fantasy XIV right now, and I don't think it's a coincidence that they're playing it because it is not a Blizzard title, World of Warcraft, because Blizzard is, like we said, in some hot water with this ongoing lawsuit that they have. Titanfall 1 sales are being discontinued, uh, but Respawn Entertainment reassures fans again that the series remains, quote, core to the studio's DNA and that, quote, this incredible universe will continue. So it's ongoing in Apex Legends. Apex Legends is a success. There is no doubt about it. There's no argument to be had there. Titanfall 2 faltered as it was released between a Battlefield game and a Call of Duty game. And that was the worst mistake that EA could have made, EA and Respawn. Uh, they should have released it at another time because Titanfall 2's campaign was probably the best campaign. And not to mention the gameplay in the multiplayer first person shooter is like it's one of the fastest, most twitchy gameplay uh, first person shooters that I have ever played in my life. Like you, you can get some speed going in that game. I had a lot of fun with Titanfall one, though. It didn't have a campaign. And uh, I mean, I haven't played it in years. Titanfall two is better than Titanfall one, though. Okay, moving over to thegamer.com. We got a couple more pieces of news, then I'll I'll deliver you uh, what you've been waiting for. You want to know what games are coming up next week? When you, yeah, I mean, you could tune out of the podcast right now, and you could go find out yourself. You could go online. That's where I'm going. I'm going online to find out what these games are. You can go online as well, or you can wait. Maybe you're not in a place where. You've just downloaded this podcast and maybe your vehicle ran out of gas. You're on the side of the road. You don't have an internet connection. And all you can do to know what games are coming up is listen to me. And you can wait for me to tell you what games are coming up. And as you look at your phone and as you listen to my voice and you see your phone battery dying slowly, you're at 10%, you're at 8%, and I'm dragging on, getting on to this next news article so I can finish the podcast and tell you what games are going to be released. The pressure is mounting. The tense uh, situation that you have found yourself in <laughs> belies the stress of your car being dead on the side of the road. I'm sorry you ran out of gas. You should have filled it up before you left, but you know that. And it's you know not a good situation for me to say I told you so now. What was I talking about? More gaming news from thegamer.com. Forza Horizon 5 player gets 8,000-year ban from Forza Horizon 5 for putting a Kim Jong-un car together in that game. So apparently he put like a picture of Kim Jong-un uh, on the car. He put like send the nukes on the side of the car. Apparently there's really heavy customization options for Forza Horizon 5. And I don't know what level of ownership is, I, I, whether there's Korean ownership um, in, the, in the publisher. It was Turn 10 who took the, who took the, <laughs> good Lord, 
who took the disciplinary action against the player. It was not playground to make that perfectly clear. Um, but I don't know what kind of ownership they are, why they're trying to ease tensions with North Korea or why they have tensions with North Korea, or maybe they don't. And you know, this is exclusively to keep it that way. North Korea, there was another piece of gaming news in North Korea. No, it was not gaming news. It was movie news. So Anthony, sorry for stepping on your feet here, but I got to talk about this for a moment. Squid game. Shit. I might've talked about this last week. Did I talk about this last week? Uh, Squid Game, someone had snuck Squid Game into North Korea and they were executed because of it. And then there was like eight or 12 people who were put into forced labor camps uh, because they watched the Squid Game. And so Squid Game is not a popular show in North Korea. Well, because it's not in North Korea because, you know, they're authoritarians and inhumane and all that. Terrible uh, government over there. I think I I think it's safe to say here in Alaska. <laughs> Listen, uh, Alaskans, uh, Americans, uh, U.S. citizens. If this podcast reaches the ears of Kim Jong Un and he decides that this was a bad idea for this poor Alaskan boy to have done this, and he launches the nukes, let me say first and foremost, I am so sorry for <laughs> for what I did. And uh, Kim Jong-un, if you're listening, uh, thanks for listening and supporting the Culture Jack podcast. You're a terrible, terrible person. All right. Uh, a couple more news stories. I know I just said that. Uh, Shang, Shang-Chi star Simu Liu will present at the Game Awards. So that's pretty cool. I am looking forward to those Game Awards. It is the second today. So we've got six more days until those Game Awards. And we'll be putting out information on that. What shit, What day is that? looking around for a calendar. Hold on. I've got one. I've got one right here. The ninth. Oh, the ninth is a Thursday. The ninth is a culture Jack news desk. Oh, all right. I need you to leave me a comment. I know I ask for it every time as kind of a, um, uh, like, a. <laughs> I swear it's these champ lips. I swear it's I swear it's the lingering canker sores and the itchy sunburn on my body. I know I ask you for kind of a uh, conciliatory, you know, comment on this podcast. Leave us a leave us a message in our email every time. But this time I'm going to ask you very genuinely and in the middle of the show. Well, it's kind of not the middle. It's kind of the end of the show. I need to know what's more important to you for the Culture Jack News Desk, for those longtime listeners of the News Desk. Is it more important that you receive this show very soon after midnight on Thursday? Or is it more important that this show covers immediately the goings-on of the Game Awards next week? In which case, I would have to delay the broadcast and put it out at a later time. So I'm asking you just this once. Well, I will ask you again. I will forever ask you to leave a comment and send me an email. But I'm asking you, what would you prefer? Would you prefer an early show or would you prefer a late show with all of my views and opinions on the goings-on of the Game Awards show hosted by Jeff Keighley? Let me know. Please. Please let me know. Now, where was I? So that's next Thursday. Don't miss that. Uh, there has been a bill announced in Congress to stop scalpers from 
quote, stealing Christmas. The proposed bill is titled the Stopping Grinch Bots Act uh, and quote, it says at a time when families should be able to spend time with their loved ones, digital Grinch bots are forcing Americans to scour online sites in the hopes of finding an affordable gift or paying exorbitant prices for a single toy. Uh, who said that? Uh, Representative Paul Tonko. These bots don't just squeeze consumers. They pose a problem for small businesses, local retailers, and entrepreneurs. Our Grinch Bots Act works to level the playing field and prevent scalpers from sucking hardworking parents dry this holiday season. Um, so really, let's see, they, they, they have obstacles. Like as soon as I read this headline, I knew there would be obstacles because this it, it would be a hard thing for a bill for a law to regulate, especially when it comes to like VPNs, uh, unknown, unknown sources, and then just duplicating bots. One gets shut down, you make another one. I don't know what the solution is. Although Anthony and I did have a good podcast where we talked about some potential solutions for this kind of thing. Must have been a hundred episodes ago. <laughs> Go back into our archive, check it out. Uh, so the two big obstacles that they say are music ticket scalping and official resellers might or have mitigated the issue, but definitely not completely. And secondly, it will require re retailers to presumably self-regulate unless there will be checks to make sure they are doing what they can to make sure their stock is going to actual humans. And this is part of the online marketplace. Anthony talked about it uh, last week when he talked about, you know, eBay and, and Facebook marketplace and Craigslist and stuff like that. As things have moved to a more anonymous setting, it's harder and harder to keep track of who has what, who is allowed, how many, and what people can get and get away with. Uh, so I don't know how this is going to be enforced. I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice idea, but maybe it's not the most realistic thing. Anyway, I, I hope scalpers get shut down. Anthony, maybe you could talk a little bit scalpers on uh, your Weekend Wire or Monday Madness show because I know of all the people that I have talked to that I have had the good fortune of talking with about scalping and electronics and especially electronics during this time of year, during this wonderful, wonderful Christmas and holiday season, uh, you have been the most passionate in your disdain for these kinds of people. So I'd love to hear your opinion on this bill and maybe scalping in general. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to the game releases that are coming up. So today is the second. We've got four games coming out tomorrow of note, big brain Academy brain versus brain. That's coming out on Nintendo switch on December 3rd chorus coming out on December 3rd. And that's for everything except the Nintendo switch. Another Nintendo uh, switch exclusive. Damn. Danganronpa S Ultimate Summer Camp coming out December 3rd. It's a party game. Uh, but the only party game you need to get, I talked about it on the podcast a few weeks ago, is Mario Party Superstars. Oh, chef's kiss. Very, very good. And then there is another Nintendo Switch exclusive, A it says simulation, Disney Magical World 2, the Enchanted Edition. And then uh, next week, we've got on December 7th, 
Final Fantasy XIV, that Endwalker DLC that we talked about coming out on PlayStation 4 and 5 and PC. Halo Infinite, the campaign, is coming out December 8th. Get ready. Xbox players, Xbox Series, and Xbox One and PC. And then on December 9th, we also have Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX coming out on PC, Nintendo Switch, and iOS. And that's the show, guys. Like, I promised you news at the beginning. I promised a, a, a persever, uh, <laughs> perseverance, a perseveration, a, per, a perseverance. I promised you a steadfast commitment to striving to continue this podcast, even though my lips are very, very chapped. Like, if you could see them, ladies, you, you do not have this shade of lipstick in your purse. Like it is, I'm just going to say it. I am so hot right now. Like these lips, unless like you looked close, then you would see the mountainous, <laughs> mountainous terrain and the deep valleys. Uh, maybe I won't say that they're bleeding, but it's very uncomfortable. I persevered through all of that to get through this show, but that's it for the show. If this is your first time on the culture Jack podcast, Thank you for joining us. We've got five shows a week, up to five shows a week. Uh, on the regular, we've got the news desk here on Thursday, on Friday, the Friday show. Our semi-regular show on Saturday is on today's episode. Anthony is currently uh, talking about Hawkeye that comes out every Wednesday on Disney+. Plus. Then on Sunday, we've got the Weekend Wire. Back to Anthony, he talks about movie news and the entertainment industry. And then on Monday, he's got Monday Madness. Like I said, with my very exasperated, very long comment, in the middle of this podcast, I said, leave me a comment to tell me whether you would prefer an early show or a thorough show this next Thursday. Oh, so you got to leave your comment quick. We've only got a week. Uh, and you can leave a comment on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, at Culture Jacked. I've, I've been putting up some pretty good content on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I think it's pretty good content. If you have not subscribed to the podcast on those social media sites or on our Facebook page, uh, please make sure to do that as well. You can send us an email. If you are someone that is 80 years old and you have sworn that you will not get onto any social media and MySpace was your last real attempt, you can also send us an email at culture.collective.x2 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you that way. If you would like to send us a regular letter in the post office, unfortunately, we don't have a mailbox at this point. Should we get one? Leave me a comment about that too. Should we get... Uh, <laughs> should we get a mailbox for the Culture Jack News Desk? I don't want you guys to send me your lawn clippings or anything like that. So maybe we just, maybe we just won't. Uh, what hashtag should you use for all these comments you're leaving? Uh, you can you can leave your comment and and tweet it at us at Culture Jack using the hashtag Comment Parade. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. That's all I've got for the show. I know Liz is kind of dragging on so that's it for the news and we'll see you next week